This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's good, everyone? I'm the Swaggy You Blurred Winston A. Marshall here with the Burke, uh, Burke made one himself, Mr. Dwayne Burke. I want to say thank you so much for joining us with this Black Widow spoiler review. So, of course, uh, if you didn't see the thumbnail or the title of this if you haven't seen black widow and you don't want spoilers i would highly recommend that you go rent it on disney plus take your behind to the movies go see the film before you come and look at this because we're going to go ahead and talk about everything that's going involved in it uh but we want to thank each and everybody that are here if you're watching on youtube leave us a like leave us a comment engage with us tell us what you thought about the film listen to the podcast leave us a five-star review all that good stuff let them know uh, that you enjoyed what you've been listening to. So um, we're going to get right into it. We're not going to do a super, super long review uh, on the film. We're just going to talk about some of the highlights uh, of the film, maybe some of the low points, uh, what this means for the future of the MCU. And uh, I guess probably the topic that that came to mind watching this film, uh, and Dwayne, you can tell me if you feel the same way, I think in the same way that we've been saying for years um, that this film should have happened a long time ago, maybe in the second or the third phase, this should have happened a long time ago, somewhere in the second or the third phase, to be honest with you, because while I enjoyed the film, I get the uh, comparison of being like, hey, it's kind of like a Bond film, uh, but with Black Widow, etc. I loved all those points. I love the twists and turns of finding out when it is Natasha, not Natasha, and her secret game plan to, you know, beat the big bad and all that stuff. Loved all that stuff. But as far as the implications based off of what we've already seen now with Thanos and the Infinity War and all that, with what we know about her death, there's just a lot of different things that are kind of going on here that lose a lot of their impact based upon when this came out. Uh, Dwayne, what are your initial thoughts uh, of the film? Uh, I mean, so o overall, if if I take out um, my connection to the comic books and I take out um, just the the one the one major thing that I really did not like about the film, I I think overall it, it's 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 a good movie. It was well made. I think the story is interesting. Uh, I think it is a, it's a story that was you know needed. Um, especially with our, our lack of um, the support that female characters tend to get in their, their own stories. I agree. Uh, so I, I think that in, in that regard, this was good. Uh, I really enjoyed the, the connection between Natasha and Elena mm -hmm. and, and like that whole family dynamic. I really, really liked that part of it. Uh, Red Guardian is like oh my God. one of my David favorite Harbor. parts of the movie. Like David David Harbor is so charismatic. Like e even as a, as a too though man. Well, I mean yes, but like as a character, you're not supposed to like. Yeah. He's still like likable somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. He is well, so I, I, charismatic. I, it's ridiculous. 
did you did you read the interview about how they decided to readdress the 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 forced hysterectomies and sterilization in the red room and how they a lot of people obviously took criticism to it in age of ultron specifically in the way in which it was handled mm-hmm. um the fact that they brought it back in an interview with the director and with scarlet they were talking about uh how it was like we thought it was important to reiterate this monstrous practice that this organization kind of did yeah but we also felt like if we're tongue-in-cheek about it and and in the sense that we have someone say something super insensitive so to have the red guardian be like what is it your time of the month again and like just be the biggest just like 90s unwoke oaf that's clearly been sitting in a prison for decades yeah you know what i'm saying they're like oh oh you mean they're bleeding from my vagina which i can't do because i don't have a uterus or ovaries or any of the things because they took them out and chopped them up it was like is that what you're talking about like yeah literally just put it in your face like that as like a like you know what i'm saying yeah like, i'm realizing i we we don't try to swear on this these reviews so i had to yeah. stuff it but I think the, the ways in which things like that were handled, like I went with Kristen, she wanted to go uh, with me for uh, opening night. And for her, a lot of people that are casual fans of these films, they attach to moments that are very human and real. So one of the things that she was obsessed with, and she actually tweeted about this, it's the, one of the things that made her really love Birds of Prey actually, in Birds of Prey, I know a lot of people are very not about that film, but there's a moment when all the ladies are fighting and one of them sees her hairs in the way. She goes, hey girl, you need a tie? She goes, oh, thank you, while she's kicking somebody's ass. Yeah. And so this moment where Yelena is like, it's the first thing I bought. It has so many pockets, there's so much function and how obsessed she was with her vest. Kristen was like, oh my God, yes. Clearly this was directed by a woman because like, if you look at women's pants, most of them do not have pockets or the pockets are this big and you can't even put anything in them. So she's like, the idea that there was utility in her outfit and she was so excited about it was one of those moments that really anchored the film and make you go, wow, that was that was a nice little moment. That was some nice character development. That's a nod to the people that might be watching. Like it's little things like that. Those are the things that for me elevated this film. Um, yeah. I love David Harbour as well. For me, I think the star of the show personally was Florence Pugh. Everything from the, well, you always do this. You look like a poser, like yeah. that whole sequence, even like the callback to it where she accidentally does it and it goes, ah. <laughs> like that moment got me. Yeah. Um, loved all of that. Um, I think the thing, the two things that, that prevent me from putting this I'll put it like solidly in the middle of MCU movies for me, but anywhere near the top tier for me is again, the timing of when this was released and the decision to kind of nerf and rewrite this character of Taskmaster so much when that character has so much depth to them, you've essentially made Taskmaster in the MCU I understand, and maybe we'll get more of it now that she's been unlocked, uh, unbrainwashed, but you turned the Taskmaster into kind of like a mindless drone and taken away a lot of what makes the, I don't care if you gender swap the character, but the, you, you've, you've taken away the core of what makes the character interesting. Um, you just kept the power set. Yeah, that, and, and, and they didn't even keep the power set necessarily because there's there's a huge drawback uh with taskmaster's powers 
um, that never really gets touched on in the movie. And maybe they will touch on it in the future. But the fact that as Taskmaster in the comics, as he learns more, as he learns knowledge and skills, he forgets all of his personal memories. Exactly. So like he can do all of this stuff, but not has no idea who he is. Right. And right. and I think that that is something that is so fundamental to the character. And and that's yeah. that's one of the things that I don't like when you you can change anything about a character except for the things that are fundamental to the character. Which that's is why that's when you lose yeah. me. I agree. I think that that's the argument that when people ask all the time, well, what why could Superman be black, for example? It's like, well, again his race he's an alien so his yeah. race literally has zero to do with the core of who he is but you couldn't do that with black panther because being a black man from an african yeah. country that has never been touched by colonialism yeah that is at the core of the character so you can't change that so the well, same thing with Tassel also Master, being right? black in america is kind of like being an alien so like <laughs> <laughs> but um, but we digress yeah but we digress gonna, but I, I guarantee you hold up i'm a guarantee you right now just for that statement and us laughing about it we just got like a slew of dislikes i don't even care oh, yeah. it's just the yeah. truth that's that's either, 50 dislikes right there right there at least, at least. <laughs> um no but I, I i think that's the one thing with taskmaster and why you saw so many people when they saw it opening weekend um were it, it was trending yeah by stripping the core of that, because what would have been interesting, uh, remind me, is it, is it uh, honestly, I haven't seen the movie now since a week ago. So mm -hmm. what, Drakeoff, is that? Is that yeah, Drakeoff, yeah. Drakeoff. Yep. So if you had shown me some sort of sequence when he's talking about I had to chip my own daughter or something, if like she was screaming in pain because of the injuries that she sustained, or if like because he wants her as a weapon so badly. Yeah she you you see the training she's going through and how it's erasing her man if you had shown us something like that that again comes at a lot of the core of the character i think that that would have kind of helped that a little bit um, yeah i i understand that that's not the focus but i don't like using people that are solid big bads on their own as stepping stones i i, I hate yeah. when that happens um because you shouldn't be doing that. If that's the case, save that character who has, who is already interesting and a threat in and of itself for something else. You know what I mean? I, I also think that they could have used a different character. Um, yes. And, and also they could have not, and it, it doesn't even necessarily need to be a, a different character, but they could have done Taskmaster in a different like they could have still had Taskmaster in the position that Taskmaster was in and like maybe had Drakeoff. They don't even reveal that Drakeoff is still alive and behind it until the end. And you think Taskmaster is running the Red Room this entire time. And then it re it's revealed that Drakeoff has been controlling Taskmaster with whatever technology and like Taskmaster didn't even know it. Like, right. Because they they talk about how you don't know what what is you and what isn't you like there there's there were there are ways that they could have used the character without like completely just like nerfing it yeah. slapping the name onto a totally different character. 
I agree. I mean, even even if we've gotten a situation, because I think the other thing that takes away from it, Taskmaster is never really a silent zombie. Taskmaster has a tendency yeah. to be like very arrogant and and yep. braggadocious about the fact that like, oh, I saw what you did. I can do a better mother. Like like yeah. that's the thing that he's con- so like to even have her potentially as a mercenary and maybe the mask comes off and we realize that it's Drakov's daughter. And then it's like, oh my God, again, we get back to the, she doesn't have her memories now, her personal memories. Yeah. And she doesn't even realize who she's become. I know that's a very a la the Winter Soldier, but I still think that there's something there that you could have played into. Yeah. Um, now, I don't want to just dunk on on the whole Taskmaster situation the whole time. There are other positives that I really love. Yeah, I mean, I I also have other problems <laughs> with it as well. Fair. I was I was very disappointed in the Budapest uh, reveal. Reveal. Yeah, Fair. I they they made it like, and and maybe I shouldn't say the reveal. Um, I was I was thought the idea that they had to kill kids or kill a kid was revealed already. Was it not? I I think it was. I think that my my issue with with it is that. We didn't really when we finally got the story of what happened in Budapest, Uh we didn't get any of it. Like outside of of the outside of her sitting in the car. Yeah. And then saying, you know, blow the bot like that's all we got, you know, but they yeah. they made it. It's like it, it is the thing that made Clint trust Natasha and Natasha trust Clint implicitly. And all of we all we got of it, it of that moment in their lives is pressing a bomb is pressing, yeah. you know, like and that's one of the formative things in their relationship. It's one of the things that they have said you know, over time and time again, I owe you because of this. I want, I agree with you. I think if it had been a situation where maybe, uh, uh, I cannot remember her name, forgive me, the name of the character that becomes Taskmaster, uh, Drakov's daughter. But if like, let's say for example, she's already started to be brainwashed in the red room or whatever. And she goes to like, she's about to like stab Clint and Natasha has to shoot her. And yeah. it's that moment where maybe there was a connection with the little girl or the fact just that it was a little, another little girl in the red room in order to save Clint and stuff like that. That to me would probably been a little bit more of, I, I agree with you, more of yeah. a personal real demon moment. I'm not saying pressing a bomb with a child in there isn't a big deal, but it doesn't have as much of a draw if we have to witness her make that split second decision and what that does to her after the fact, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but again, um, I, I do want to talk about some of the positive. I thought the the fighting and action sequences were great. I thought that specifically, um, like you mentioned before, the storyline of, I think what got to me and actually made me a little emotional watching the film was I think about the last, I mean, it's been going on forever, but especially the push in the last few years of bringing our girls home, dealing with all of this sex trafficking and child trafficking, especially with young girls, that opening sequence was gut-wrenching to watch about watching those uh, little girls be cold and decided if they're gonna make it to the Red Room and then to have Drakeoff laugh about the fact that it's like, you know, one in 20 of them uh, survive. Like, I don't care if the other 19 die and I'm just killing girls yeah. in mass because there's always more. There's always more that don't matter, et cetera, et cetera. All of that got to me. And I thought it was such a powerful story when you consider all of what's going on in our world today with stuff like that, I thought that it was very powerful to see that, including to see these women as they're brainwashed doing this. 
really crying for help. It gave a whole new twist on the human trafficking and all the stuff that, that we're dealing with. And so I appreciate that story being told and happening and how they did that. That to me worked exceptionally well. And that's one of the things that I think happens pretty universally with these MCU films. I think the themes that they're going for tend to be tackled really, really well. It's just that sometimes the execution, whether it's based off of the comics or the straight up execution of plot or character development doesn't always ring true. And I think that that's kind of what we were getting at with Taskmaster or with the character development of why Budapest is important to Natasha and Clint, you know what I'm saying? Those are the little moments that we feel are missed. But the, the, the acting, in my opinion, was spot on by everybody. I, I really felt like Drakeoff was that douchebag, like, like dude in power that like, I'm better than all of you and you can't do nothing about it. Um, I love seeing Natasha get back to her, like, you know, thank you for your co cooperation moment again. Because I yeah. honestly was not there. Um, it truly caught me by surprise when she did it this time, the same way it happened uh, in a, a Avengers against Loki. Yeah. Um, that was the last time for me that I was, I, it might be the last time that we've seen that actually. I think it is. Um, so that was a nice little kind of callback. It was a nice setup for Yelena. I had mentioned a little bit, I had overstepped a little bit in our Loki episode six review. It's very clear that this was supposed to drop before Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we were supposed to get Valentina in that post credit scene to then be reintroduced uh, to get US agent out of Wyatt Russell's uh, uh, John. Um, so I do hate that we didn't get it in that particular order, um, but clearly she's making either her, another version of Hydra or these Dark Avengers are coming now that you're setting this up as well. Um, well, so I think I think the because we know when Falcon and the Winter Soldier happens. Um, well, I mean, we know when this happens too. Obviously, it's it's post uh, Endgame. Um, this oh, I'm, that, I'm talking about yes, the the cutscene, yes. the the, the cutscene. Yes, cut yes, yes. Um, but how long has Yelena been working for Val at this point? I'm question. curious. I'm curious. Because they already have a relationship. This isn't like yes. with U.S. Agent where she is starting a relationship. They've right. been working together for a while. So I'm yeah. I'm interested. And this also makes me wonder. Uh, did Yelena get. Dusted. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I'm curious if 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 she if she was around the, the past five years or if she. Because I would, I would guess she was dusted based off of the way she kind of, not to say that people don't just go to the graves of people that are gone all, all the time and stuff like that, but there's this weird feeling that like she didn't get an opportunity to say, like, I know they haven't seen each other in years, but she didn't really get yeah. an opportunity to say goodbye. And she, she ended up sacrificing herself for the great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels like there was a disconnect there, which would yeah, also just... explain why Florence Pugh didn't necessarily show up earlier. You know what I'm saying? It would make more sense narratively to have her have been gone the past five years. Um, but I am curious. I'm curious to see what, yeah. what their ultimate decision is. Um, so give me, give me kind of some final takeaways and what would you rank it uh, out of five, man? Yeah. As, so I, I think uh, overall the movie is good. Uh, I'm not going to hold the uh, release time against it. Really, because, you know, 
that's I, I I don't think the release really affects the quality of the movie. Does it does it lessen the impact a little bit? Maybe that's um, more my concern. But but I think I think the movie is is still good regardless of when it was released. My issues with it mainly are those two uh that one character point and that one narrative point like it just it and th- I'm falling into the trap that I tell people to not fall into a little bit with the Budapest thing is like I had this vision for what it is, but also for me it just doesn't make sense for that to be such a big deal to both characters i can understand how it's a big deal to natasha to have to have killed a child but you know clinton didn't know that clinton didn't know that there was a child in the building so like why is it a big deal to him right you know so like it it just there there was something lacking there a little bit um right in in those moments talk about it you and i remember budapest very differently like that how does the invasion of New York look anything like Budapest? You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that like I, I remember their interaction of that when they're both like kind of fighting and talking about you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I agree with you. And it's and it's just like I there there needed to be a little bit more, and maybe there will be, you know, at some point. But like those those two things, like the Taskmaster thing, really kind of messed up the movie for me. Like that that I, like the second that happened, I kind of was like, <sighs> "All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like I I still liked, you know, Red, like Red Guardian. I still I loved that whole family dynamic that the four of yeah. them had as well, and. Yeah. I know, I know everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, Florence Pugh is the star. Well, yeah, of course, she's like the second biggest character in the movie. But I still think that David Harbour as Red Guardian is the standout for me, uh, because every second that he had on screen, he took advantage of it. That's fair. That's very, very fair. Uh, so what would you rate it out of five, man? Uh, out of five, I think I have to give it a three. It, it's in the middle. Got you. Um, yeah, I mean, positive takeaways for me, for sure. Uh, Florence Pugh, in my opinion, is the star of, for me, uh, with, you know, obviously David Harbour right there. Uh, I think a great um, send off if this is really the end of Natasha, as we know her. Uh, great send off to Scarlett Johansson in that regard. Obviously, we ta- I talked about my own concerns about Taskmaster agreeing with you on Budapest. Um, and then for me, it, it, again, I think like there was an article that was very scathing about it that I thought was going too far, but I do agree with the idea of the impact of when this should have been released. I think, especially when you consider the timing of when this happened, this came out last weekend. And again, if you've seen our Loki six review, now what the MCU is based off of the end of the show of Loki, there's also an element of it that loses a little bit of that luster. I think about the people that maybe didn't get to go last weekend that saw Loki today, go see Black Widow on Friday, and it doesn't, you're kind of like, I don't really care. Like, what? you know what I'm saying? So that's my other kind of concern. So with all of that taken into consideration, I'd probably give it maybe like a 3.3. I'll put it in that range. I won't go lower than a three, um, but I'll give it a little bit of that, a little bit of a bump, but there's a lot of things in there that I just wish 
were either ironed out a little bit better or just placed in a different time frame. Other than that, um, I think a really solid spy film. If you're into spy films, you'll love it. Um, if you enjoy watching Florence Pugh or David Harbour Cook, you'll love it. Um, and if you want to say goodbye to Scarlett Johansson, I think I think in her character or the theme of where the world is with, with human traffic, I think you'll you'll really enjoy the film and uh, you know all that it has to say. Um, so with that, we want to thank you so much for joining us for this Black Widow spoiler review. Uh, be sure to come and hang out with us again. We are no longer the Inner Geekdom Show, the new show, and its title will be revealed very soon. Uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of me and Dwayne and other special guests in studio uh, doing not only reviews of these shows, but also breaking down a lot of news and stuff like that. So with much love, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Deuces. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.